Welcome to the Family Dreams Podcast, where we talk about how to be the best for your family while pursuing your dreams, not in spite of them. I'm Paul, and I'm your host as always. And today we are joined by Gardy DeRulo. <laughs> uh, he is an amazing husband. He's a father to three children, ages six, five, and two. So, I mean, I, if you can imagine, his house must be crazy with three kids that age. Uh, but he's also the owner of Craft Food Halls. I'll let him. Well, no, I won't share too much about that, but he's in the food industry, um, four locations in the greater Boston area. If you want to check it out, check it out. I won't go too much into detail because of our, our usual quote unquote time constraints, but we will share where you can connect with Gardy at the end. Uh, without further ado, Gardy, thank you so much for your time. How are you doing? I'm amazing. Thank, thank you for having me, sir. We'll go straight into it. So you're a father of three kids and your husband, and you have these four locations of food all across the Boston area. Um, and it's, it's still building throughout the stages that you've been through so far in business, as well as your family, including the overlap. What was the toughest stage while you were trying to pursue your goals while also being a great family man? Toughest stage was definitely, definitely figuring out the beginning. Um, luckily, and, and, you know, I can't say this enough. The partners make sense. I have to have partners that trust in what I what I do, and trust that you know I can go ahead and balance both. Now, the partners on the business side, I have two amazing founders, and then on the family side is is my wife. Uh, she decided that we're going to go all in on this and we're going to do this the right way. Um, and she was able to really buckle down and, and support in every way, shape possible. She held down the household uh, while I was able to go and really Are figure out Are you a family man side. first or a businessman first? I was a family man first. I was in the corporate world for, for, for quite a while. Um, and so it was very systematic, right? You were chasing the American dream. Um, and so it was, you know, hey, we're doing this nine to five thing. We're obviously in the restaurant industry. Sometimes it's, it's a little longer. Um, and, and, and the wife would take care of the home and we would, you know, go ahead and do the simple always, transition that way. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So, so the simple. transition probably wasn't that simple. <laughs> um, I can imagine where you were in corporate and not only was there stability, but I'm sure your wife was used to the stability as well. Um, during that transition, it takes, you said a great partner. And I assume based on what you said and who you are, that she is a great per, uh, partner for life. Um, what was that transition like? Like, What were some of those conversations that you had? Did they go well? Was it like a, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that? And how'd that go? You know, we were very blessed to have a lot of conversations before we got married. Um, and it, we brushed upon this, this scenario as well. Um, so it laid the foundation for when it did happen, it, it happened. We never knew how it was going to happen, but we knew something was going to happen. Um, and we didn't really force anything. It was really a phenomenal opportunity. The conversations were, okay, um, are you going to be able to weather this financial storm? Man, we were we were the brokest of the broke, <laughs> you know, making the investment time and financially um, was extraordinarily difficult. Downsizing our house, um, our, our, our way of life, um, downsizing, you know, our amenities as we call them, um, you know, where we had gym subscriptions that we didn't even know we had. We had to go ahead and make sure we canceled those. <laughs> um, and, 
And so that was the very first conversation financially. Are, are you going to be able to hold this down? And then the second conversation was, are you going to be able to fare without me? Because we know um, by design, you're supposed to have two parents there. There's, there's, there's so many things that both parents provide. Um, you know, people in general have a lot to pump into another individual, a child. And so there's my side and my responsibilities and her side and her responsibilities. Is she going to be able to play the role of the father <laughs> as I'm away? And I was away a lot. And we're talking about upwards of 80, 90 to 100 hours a week. I'm not seeing anyone <laughs> during that time period. Would you say that you and your wife communicate pretty well? Because I imagine that has to be the case for you all to get through that stage. Um, like you said, you were broke of the broke. I mean, that's kind of how it is in entrepreneurship. You got to take a huge time investment and even a financial investment in the beginning. And that's when it's the hardest, right? When money is tight, when you're tired. Um, okay, I'm going to assume you did have good communication. What are some practical ways that you think that you communicated well with your wife and then she with you as well? Um, and yes, thanks for, for assuming that. Yes, we are we are we are grandiose when it comes to communication. Um, in 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 I want to say ninety percent of topics, and this happened to be one of those. We are we're very open with our needs, um, what we're able to to, to weather. Um, how long can you go without buying a, a, or going to the to the grocery store? Um, let's calculate how long that is, and then we'll balance that off of when we can actually pay our rent. Paid our rent late every single time <laughs> you know things things like that so yes we were very open and honest in communication and very very transparent very very flexible so um i think the what goes into that is is really setting the tone being transparent about everything and being very unemotional when you're talking about um do you really want the snickers bar right now you know we all know we can't do it um, and I'm not sure if I veered off. Oh, I was just what wondering was about how you guys communicate, but it sounds like you're, you're just very open and you talk about everything. Yeah, man. Um, we, we, thank you for reminding me. Uh, yes, we had to make sure we talk about every little thing, every instance. My, my, and, and again, being who she is, she had to communicate about what's going on in the household and how to how to manage it as well, and ask for opinions. And um, even I'm even though I'm tied with my with my quote unquote responsibilities, I had to be completely open uh, to listen to her as well. That listening is important. Listening to your partner and their thoughts and and, and their needs and their desires is extremely important. Mm. On both when sides. you guys started down this journey. Um, it sounds like she took over most of the household duties and then all of the business responsibility fell on you. Um, one, is that a correct uh, assumption, I guess? And two, how did you guys end up dividing it that way and making sure each of those things got done? Um, yes, you are correct. Um, I took over uh, all finances um, and all business responsibilities, um, anything that had to do with um, needing to spend money for the functionality. I essentially became the CFO of the family. Um, and whereas my wife was a director of repair and maintenance and, and, and everything like that. And so <laughs> and she, she went ahead and communicated every issue that we had and 
and, and every need that we had, and we were able to create a budget based on that. We did create a, a physical budget too that we needed to adhere to um, to be able to be successful. Um, how it happened uh, it really was it was godly. We talked very, very much in the beginning about um, when it came down to it, what are our utmost responsibilities? And they always fell in line from the moment that we talked about it in the beginning um, before we got married. Um, and so it kind of transitioned really naturally mm -hmm. and really now, now that you're in this position now where you have these four locations, you're not really in the beginning stages of business anymore. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you have more kids now than when you first started business, right? Okay, <laughs> that's how it works chronologically, I guess. That's an assumption I should have made. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more, really. Uh, okay. We started with, with, I had my two boys has, when has, I started. Have, uh, yeah. have has has the responsibility division from um, you and your wife the way that you've divided up family to to her and then you becoming the CFO of the family as well as a businessman has that morphed and changed at all since since then? Really, uh, the co CFO is becoming more of a co CFO now, um, where the, she has a lot more liberty to be able to spend um, as, as she wishes. Um, Thankfully, we've been able to grow and, and stabilize, um, so she has a lot more financial freedom because of it. Uh, in terms of now, because naturally, as children grow, there are certain difficulties and, and things you have to work towards. And um, I, I have certain strengths in dealing with some emotional sides of particular children, uh, particular child, and she has some strengths in dealing with the other side of. And so now, I am more tuned in to the growth and development of the children and she has more financial freedom. So yes, it has um, changed a little bit, but um, we still have our, our, our foundation um, that we need to make sure that we provide for our business and provide for do our family. You, do you integrate your family and business or do you largely keep them separate? Um, you know, <laughs> I was actually coaching one of my general managers on this um, about how to really look at your personal finances. So my business, we're very transparent. We they, Every team member, doesn't matter if you're a dishwasher or if you're the general manager, um, has access to my P&Ls and everything like that, right? Um, making decisions wholeheartedly on what the numbers look like, right? And so my, my, my wife knows you know, a lot of times January is a very difficult time for restaurants. It's just, it's just throughout the entire industry. It's just the way it is. Um, and so she would dial back her spending um, on, in that month in, to, to, to be able to, to, to cover the gaps. Um, and so, yes, it's very, very intertwined. The health of the business is also tied into the health of the family. With that said, there's also, you know, owning a, owning a business, everyone knows that there are certain liberties that you take and um, in, in, Definitely, this happened more in the beginning when we were very, we were struggling. We we're just struggling. Um, we couldn't go ahead and purchase what we wanted to purchase. For example, in the supermarkets, um, we would have to skip meals at home and and, and go eat at the restaurant um, <laughs> to be able to make ends meet. You know, so yeah, they 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 intertwine a lot. That's a different answer than, I mean, I guess it's always a different answer, different person, different industry. Um, thank you. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, one, one last piece of advice, uh, actually maybe two. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you two. <laughs> so one is what are, what are some habits that you developed for yourself that kind of got you through that balancing act of family and 
and business. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and ask the second question because it also transitions into a little bit. Um, what going off of those habits, maybe it's the same answer, but what advice would you give to our listeners right now who are struggling with the same balancing act of trying to figure out their family responsibilities as well as their business obligations? Um, what's one thing that we could take away and apply from listening to you? Um, I think, so I'm going to answer this in, in, in a very unique fashion. The first thing is, uh, planning and patience. So we got a plan, we got a plan and you hear this all the time. Um, that's why there are business plans and all types of performers. Um, but you have to plan as much as possible and be transparent, um, about what you're planning for. And the patient side of that is understanding that it doesn't come quickly and it doesn't always come to plan. You know, um, it doesn't match exactly what you think it's going to be. And so you have to be patient to, about the results as well. The second part of that is forgiveness and patience. And so a lot of times um, you think again that you're right. You, how many times does it happen where you're absolutely sure that you're correct and then you happen not to be? <laughs> you know, and so you have to learn how to forgive yourself for that and forgive uh, others for that as well. And then again, the patience there is making sure that no matter who it is, you're able to be patient with those personalities and you're able to forgive those personalities as well. Those were the largest pieces of advice I can give um, and really laid the foundation um, for, for, our, for our business. Because right now, if you ask my, my team members, the biggest rule for us is you don't have to like everyone, but you have to love everyone. And with that, that's, that encompasses patience. That encompasses wanting to plan because, because you love another person, you're going to plan ahead. Um, and it mm. encompasses all these forgiveness. Plan, patience, forgiveness. You don't have to like everyone, but you should love everyone. And then all will be good to go. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Gardy, I know I didn't give you enough of an intro, um, but I think the audience right now, just hearing you speak for the last 10, 15 minutes, knows that you have a lot of experience and wisdom to give. Uh, is there a great place for them to connect with you on social media or anywhere else? Actually, you know, it's, it's a blessing for you to allow that platform. I, I appreciate that. Um, you can find me literally on any social media platform. Um, LinkedIn is easy. Instagram is easy. My name is uh, Gardy D-E on Instagram. And my email address is, is, is open to the public as well. It's Gardy at Craft Food Hall Project. Com. Uh, for those of you guys who were not listening and didn't write that down, I'm going to have in the show notes anyway, so you can just listen to this podcast, click the show notes. It'll be linked in there, probably to, to uh, Gardy's Instagram. Um, connect with him there. Gardy, we are oh, we are great on time today. This is about as accurate as I've ever gotten it, so thank you. I appreciate your wisdom and your answers. Um, for everyone else, if you want to connect with me personally and help me out or have any questions or want to get involved with what we're doing here at Family Dreams, I'm at who is Paul Kim on Instagram and I will have that in the show notes as well. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.